Buckle up, Buttercup. Clownfish Radio is on the air. Ready or not, here they come. Here are your hosts, Tom and Cambria Pratt. Get your chimichangas ready. Deadpool is taking over the world. Pretty much. He's Pretty, everywhere right now. He's everywhere. He's 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 uh, doing TV commercials. He's talking to kids. He's grabbing his balls Oh, on now he did YouTube. one about, about checking your breasts for breast cancer, too. Okay, so he's he's doing one for the ladies, too. He did. He said he was doing one for the ladies. And then he was doing... I, I just hope they don't do, they don't do prostate cancer. What? Like a prostate cancer exam with Deadpool. That would just be... Never mind. Just, Don't you get it? Don't you get it? With your prostate, it's in your anus, and Deadpool sticking his fingers in his anus on YouTube. Nobody wants to see that. Well, actually, some... actually, that's probably the most watched video on YouTube. <laughs> but no, I'm, I mean, but, and I want to know how he's sticking his fingers that far up his own. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I'm not trying to think of these things. They just sort of pop into my head. Anyway, he's also. Um, I saw a thing where they had a, a Korean singer. And there was a they did a photo shoot with her and Deadpool, and that was all over the place. And I know Ryan Reynolds doing some Super Bowl commercial, but that was for a car, not the Deadpool. But okay. Deadpool is going to take over Viacom in an ad set in an ad stunt. Hmm. So the rap reports that Deadpool is coming to Viacom's cable networks for a big ad push. Um, he's going to take over an hour of programming on eight of the company's networks. The stunt will be positioned as Deadpool offering viewers commercial-free entertainment. And this is all according to Bleeding Cool, by the way. Um, so, what programs is he taking over? Uh, he's taking over uh, one of the rooms is Tosh.0 in Comedy Central. And of course, he would be taking over the Golden Girls. Of course, he's taking Logo. over. <laughs> of course, he's taking over the Golden Girls. He said Deadpool would be making a very specific appeal to viewers of that program. Maybe that's. The prostate exam? I don't <laughs> think so, Tom. <laughs> Even though I would love to see Deadpool and Betty White together. Oh my god. Well, they did that one proposal oh, that movie. Be, that and I know they're friends. Ryan Reynolds is friends with her, I oh, think. That's right. They were in that movie with Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Deadpool and Betty White. Yeah, that has to happen. Maybe it will. Maybe it will happen. Maybe it will happen. Hey, Viacom execs, make it happen. Deadpool, Deadpool and Betty White. And Betty White. That would be glorious. That would be. But Deadpool's be. everywhere. I mean, you can't you can't do anything without some Deadpool somewhere. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, the marketing for this is insane. I, I think they really have to market it because of it being an R-rated movie. Like R-rated movies generally don't open big. Uh, oh, this one's going to open uh, big. Gonna, I have no doubt. I mean, you're talking like arguably the most popular character in the Marvel universe right now, and Marvel Studios isn't doing the movie. No. <laughs> so that's going to be. Well, yeah. I still love when they had a trailer for the trailer. Remember oh, yeah. the trailer? I mean, their their marketing has just been brilliant. And I know, but now I know um, this is unrelated. To, well, it's related, but it isn't. There was a story going around. Some woman, I forget what happened, but her son wanted to see it. So she was doing a petition for people to sign that they would have to release a PG-13 version of Deadpool. And I'm like, to release a PG-13 version of Deadpool you're probably losing three quarters of the movie. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I can see, I can see the logic in that, though, because... Yeah, it's going to be. I mean, for this, you know, for an R-rated movie to really, I mean, it's, I, I think it'll break records for R-rated openings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll probably break records for February openings. 
but they're not going to take down like a Marvel movie or Star Wars. No, movie. no, they're not obviously take Star because Wars down. because it's just it's R rated and it's just you know you're immediately cutting into your your demographic. So, um, but it looks hilarious, and uh, you know we'll just forget that the Wolverine movie with Deadpool ever happened. Yeah, well he wanted to forget that ever happened too, Ryan Reynolds. Well, technically it never did happen because Days of Future Past wiped out that, that is, timeline. That so that's a valid point. Valid point. Okay, so, also we're going to talk about is, uh, I didn't read the article, but on the beat, they were saying that uh, DC stock sinks to half of Marvel's. Wait, what is this? DC stock? No, I think it's I think it's their, it? their comic sales. Oh, market share. Market share. Okay, sorry. Oh, that's interesting. Sorry, I write it upside always, down. Okay, so they, market share. Let's clarify. Market share. They've always okay. been, okay, we're talking comics now. Uh, they've always been pretty much neck and neck. Now, Marvel obviously has been a big... So they, they said Marvel's domination of DC increased in January sales figures just released by Diamond, as DC's market share was exactly half of Marvel's. Ooh, Ooh that's what it says. Ouch, holding on for a rebirth, all right? And that, yeah, and that's what's DC gonna do? Scooby do the apocalypse? <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this is DC's answer to getting their butts kicked by Marvel is the Scooby Doo apocalypse, the Hanna Barbera, the bizarre looking wacky races. In Flintstones, that's not gonna. But no, I think I think honestly, what it is, and this is talking to some friends of mine on on message boards that are huge DC fans. They're tired of the reboots. They're tired of mm-hmm. DC rebooting that's their universe. That's what a lot of people are upset about. Yeah, and it says Marvel share. Okay, wait. First of all, so the Walking Dead number one fifty uh, special losing issue was number one comic of the month. Star Wars continues domination in trades with Darth Vader volume two topping the graphic novel chart. Marvel's share was up a 44 to 48% in dollars and units from 37 to 42% in December. DC, meanwhile, shrank to 24 to 22 to 24% from 29 to 30% last month. Image is steady at roughly 10%. So, uh, they said to the year, wait, the year to fig, I can't read. The year to year figures, which show a drop of 4% in comics units and nearly 10% in graphic novels for an overall drop of. 5.10% in dollars and blah, 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 blah. So, I don't know. We'll bottom, see what bottom line is DC's not doing well when it comes to comics. And then they're talking about Rebirth, which the details have been pretty sketchy. But supposedly they're going to try to reboot the DC universe to be more like the movies and the TV shows. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what, what saying. I, I get. But they just had kind of a reboot with the DCU, um, YOU. And then they had, you know, the new 52 and they reboot their their timeline like every couple of years, and people are just really getting burnt out. I think on it. Well, this is interesting too. Someone said here they said it looks bad in January 2015 was the month of the Star Wars loot crate, so a direct comparison isn't necessarily accurate. According ah. to sales analyst John Jackson Miller, sales would have been up seven percent in January if you left out the one million copies of Star Wars number one. Okay, loot crate has really been skewing. Uh, comic sales mm-hmm. because they, they count those they count those issues as as going toward whatever the, the final diamond sales are it was still going to beat diamond but not or not diamond dc but still not going to beat them as much as it did beat them yeah. because of the loot crate and right now dark horse is just sort of crying in the corner because it had star wars had the license and disney took it from them so. well disney bought marvel they had yeah, to take it from them do? i mean what are you gonna do so um, but yeah, I think, I mean, just the consensus seems to be that, again, we're not slamming on DC too much, but, uh, people... Too much? We're not slamming on DC too much. But, I mean, you know, I... They didn't I, kick you that hard. <laughs> 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 you 
just bled a little. It's okay. Just clean yourself up. Uh, but no, it's just, you know, people are getting really tired of the constant reboots. They really yeah, are. I know and they're getting tired are. of some of the, the kind of half, well, the mixed messages. Like you've got, I mean, we just talked about this yesterday. You've got uh, them cleaning up, you know, Batgirl. So she's, you know, got a proper outfit. Which just, I liked. Which was very cool. But then on the, the flip side, they're turning Starfire into a space whore. I thought she already... She's always been a space whore. But they're but making her whorier than usual. She's a whorier space whore than she used to be. You know, the smart thing to do, if you're going to reboot, the smart thing to do would be to uh, go with a Teen Titans version. That's animated version of Starfire. Because uh, the people love the Teen Titans version of Starfire. She's just awesome. And then you show the like, little girl... I showed Kyrie, our daughter, a picture mm-hmm. of the new Starfire. And the look on her face was just like, what the heck is that? Yeah. <laughs> and she was upset. She's like, that's not Starfire. No. You know? No. And I understand that, you know, the character was more... Risque. Space whore yeah. than she was Teen Titans Starfire, but people seem to love and relate to that character better. So if you're going to revamp a character, you revamp it that way. You don't just vamp it, right? And I mean Starfire, the animated version of Starfire has been around for like 15 years now, so there's really no excuse as to why. I mean the general. I mean more people watch the Teen Titans cartoon show yes. than have ever read the comics. Yeah, more people know that Starfire than they know the Starfire in the comics. Right. So if you're going to reboot your universe, uh, DC, to to be more like TV and movies and make those characters relatable, do something with Starfire, please, because she's crazy popular, just not the comic book version of her. No. No. So, and our daughter, I mean, she wants the new doll, the doll line they had. They have, like, the dolls from DC. Mm -hmm. And um, in the TV show, they have a cartoon of it or whatever. And her comment was, we're Starfire. And I'm like, well... I'm sure yeah. they, I mean, she would love they do a Starfire doll, but you can't really put a doll dressed like that. No, no. And yeah, so that would, that would be my, my free advice, DC. And I think most of the it's internet would. everybody's lined up for your advice. Yeah, they are. But I think most of the internet would agree. Like, I think, you know, Boobalicious Starfire belongs in the early 1980s. And when you have Starfire and she's as popular as she is in Teen Titans and you have this money, you, it's right there. It's money. Yeah. Why would you not do it? Yeah. <laughs> it's money. You know, catch in on that. I don't understand it either. Uh, do we want to talk about uh, Legends of Tomorrow and X-Files at all? Yeah, sure. We can want to talk about uh, that. We've been watching both. Um, quick thoughts on either one. I like I like Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, I like. I think it's funny that there's a character in there called Rory, but the guy who's the... Who's the What's his name? The space guy? I'm in my own blank. Rip. Rip. Yeah. And he was Rory in... in uh, yeah. And now he is the Time Lord. <laughs> I, I love that. I personally find that very entertaining. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's like Rory finally gets his own TARDIS. You know? Yeah, but he's not Rory now. He's Rip. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like Legends of Tomorrow. You know, I, I just... I don't know. It seems... I liked the first couple seasons of Arrow because mm-hmm. it was believable. And now the whole... TV universe has just gotten kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So now we've got, you know, Hawkman, Hawk Girl, Firestorm. I don't care for those two. I well, they all the one. We can't one will spoil it, but yeah, we don't. Yeah, I just <laughs> you don't want to spoil it, but you don't have to worry about one of them anymore. <laughs> um, I, I yeah, the casting choices have been kind of spotty. I think, and for some, I, I I'm not sold on the CG wings magically appearing out of their backs. That's sort of odd. Um, but it's just, it's gotten kind of, and there's so many characters on Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, they've got, I mean, granted, like, if you haven't been watching Arrow and Flash, you have absolutely no idea who these people are. Honestly, we, we've kind of got behind on both those shows, and we're like, what? You yeah. Know. I mean, it's, and it's. Sarah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah Lance is awesome. Um, you know, and I like, I like, uh, Roy Palmer. Yeah, I like But, her. um, 
But uh, Ray, Jesus, yeah, Ray's the other guy. He's not there anymore. Ray's the other guy who faked his death. Ray, Ray Palmer, Adam. I like him, but now we've got like tons of characters on the show. Ray, Roy, Rory. There's a lot of Roy, Roy, Roy's in these shows. Fire guy, Ice guy, Firestorm is two guys. You've got two Hawk people. You've got, I mean, what is there, like 12 people in this team? It's like, holy smokes. No, there's not that many, but yeah. Yeah, so, um,. We've got that. Uh, we've been watching X Files too. We have to watch the latest one. Yeah, we watched the first two episodes. I, I like it. It's definitely a lot more violent uh, than the original X Files was. I yeah, think. there's a lot more. Well, the X Files original had its moments too. There were some things that I still am disturbed to by this day. But um, yeah, I, I like where it's going. I mean, it's back to that whole conspiracy theory thing. Yeah. Well, they've only got. They've only got six episodes because uh, they're doing Mace here, so I kind of wonder if they were going to try to tie off a lot of the questions that they left. Well, I hope mm-hmm. they're just doing us a test to see if people want more, and then they'll yeah. do more because, I mean, it's cool, the X-Files. But Tom is very bothered by the intro being the same intro from the 90s. <laughs> that does bother me. It's like, I don't know, but I'm like, it's it's 2016, and they're using the 1993 intro with 1993 you know, Jillian Anderson and David Duchovny. It's just odd. It's a very odd choice to do that. I mean, I, I guess they're trying to, you know, have continuity with the original show. So, you know, it's not like a reboot. Yeah, because they're considering it like another season, aren't they? Yeah. They're not considering it like a new thing. It's, it's no, a it's season. No, considered season 10. Yes. But it's just it's just weird that, like, you know, the, the opening is exactly the same opening. From, like, yeah, the 90s. And they're way older now, you know? <laughs> So. Yeah, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you. I was just like, they couldn't spend a couple thousand dollars just to, you know, s- you know, switch out the the old video footage of Duchovny and Mulder. I mean, well, I got or yeah, no, Duchovny and Mulder. Oh my God, what is wrong with me? <laughs> I know we knew what you meant, Tom. It's okay. We'll pat yeah. you on the head and say it's all right. No, we know what you mean. I want a cookie. <laughs> a cookie. Well, no, they. Uh, I. I. I think they're doing it for continuity's sake because it's considered season ten. Yeah, but it's just it's just an odd choice, I think. But. Um, they need a new opening with more lens flare. I'm confused about the random, they're not flashbacks, but they're almost presented like a flashback, but it's more like a, what could have happened if their kid hadn't been gone. Oh yeah. And that's, that's really weird. I think their kid is dreaming or anything. They're just sitting there and then they have all these, what, what are presented as flashbacks, but are not flashbacks because it never happened. Yeah. It's, that's there, a little weird. There are a lot of questions raised in in this one I mean there always are questions raised in the X-Files but imagine it, that yeah it always winds up leading to dead I just wonder if the, the lone gunmen are coming back well they're dead aren't they it doesn't matter it's the X-Files they can bring them back no I think they're dead sorry Tom okay. they cloned them killed the clones no I think, I think, I think they, they, they they got rid of those guys alright um, but I guess that's about it for now we're done yeah that's about it Okay, well, uh, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Stitcher, subscribe, 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 because you don't want to miss a single moment with us because we're just that interesting. Yes, and make sure you watch Deadpool take over the Golden Girls. Yeah, that would be awesome. Still, I still am saying Betty White and Deadpool would be awesome. That needs to be a Super Bowl commercial. Just them sitting there eating chimichangas. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. Or get Betty White to talk about checking your for prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over, Deadpool. <laughs> that would be glorious. Let me get my gloves. <laughs> that would be, that would be, that would be so, awesome. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Bye.